If anyone causes one of these little ones to stumble, it will be better for them to have a large millstone hung around their neck and to be drowned in the depths of the sea. That quote may have been referring to the teachers of the law or the Pharisees back in those days, but they were still referred to as teachers nonetheless. You're listening to Earl Francis on this week's Rehash. That is quite the weight put on the title teacher. Better for one to be drowned in the depths of the sea than to lead a student astray. And to think that drowning is one of the worst ways to die. That is the responsibility put on a teacher, at least during those days. If only we applied that same principle today. Welcome to this week's Rehash. In this internet world, a lot of people put themselves out there as teachers, of whatever field. But very few are accountable for what they teach. Sure, anyone can share their knowledge and experience, and if anyone actually learns from it, then technically they are teachers, whether they claim to be or not. But how about those that teach crap? I guess that is why viewers' discretion is always advised. Oh, and don't even get me started with those so-called religious leaders that are corrupt to the bone, from priests to pastors, preachers, and whatever else they call themselves, hiding behind a robe in the good book and molest their followers physically or their wallets. These are the people who use the pulpit to brainwash their followers into giving money to the so-called church, but if you follow the money, it ends up in their pockets. At least, these were the ones who were able to con their way to people's wallets, and the money was at least given freely. But then there are those who outright steal and justify their theft by saying that they are doing the Lord's work and helping those in need. Stealing is stealing. If the money wasn't given freely, then it is stealing. I personally met one who connived with the realtor to swindle the whole church, scamming members with fine prints on their home buying contracts. Then there are actual school teachers who are there for the money and to spread their own political agenda, but not actually teach. My daughter just took English 101 in theater last semester. A freshman high taking some college classes. So I was expecting that they would teach her how to write and probably some history and significance of the performing arts. But no, it was basically the cancel culture agenda. All semester was about ethnicity and how certain views are not acceptable nor allowed to be expressed. It would have been fine if they actually let the children express themselves about current issues. But no, any opinion that goes against the teachers were met with aggressive criticism to the point of getting a lower grade. It wasn't about their grammar nor their style of writing. They were criticized for going against the current fad. These are the ones that needs to be drowned. But thank God there are the exceptional ones, those that teach for the love of teaching. These are the ones that actually care if their students learn, the ones that appreciate the fact that they too learn from their students and they hone their craft. 
These are the type of teachers that is as if no matter what the subject they teach, the students still get something out of it. At the very least, their compassion and concern inspires people and makes an impact on the lives of their pupils. Maybe it's because of these kinds of teachers that the phrase, there are no bad students, only bad teachers, was coined. Because they make an effort to reach those students that have a hard time learning. They try to find the language or the method of teaching that would match the student's learning style. This also applies to us parents. I never underestimate the ability of children to learn and understand. That is why I hate it when I hear parents respond with, Nah, you're too young to understand it. Or, just wait till you get older, when children ask challenging questions. So I take it as laziness. They just don't want to make the effort to explain. Either that, or they too do not understand it themselves. Because if you cannot explain it in simple terms, then you do not understand it at all. But if that is the case, then I would rather invite the child to figure out the solution or the answer together, rather than dismissing the question and leaving it up to time and life to deal with the matter. After all, isn't one of our roles as parents is to guide our children so they would not make the same mistakes we did and save them the time, the pain, and money of going through it again? In esoteric circles, there's another description of a teacher that I really like. It says that a teacher is merely the one that opens the eyes or the minds of the students because all knowledge is already given unto us when we were born. The teacher's job is only to help the child realize it. This is Earl Francis for this week's Rehash. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please remember to hit that support button and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.